Hello. Hello. Welcome to I, I Have, have a, a Strange, strange Story, Story Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. And um, this is our last Halloween-y episode. Mm-hmm. 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 There was a number one, there was a miscommunication. Number two, when we record, it's before the next, you know, month. Sure. So yeah. we're we're recording this in October, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be released in November. Right. So it's a bonus. It's still so spooky sp- season. It's spooky season until January first, in my opinion. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um so if if you're watching on YouTube. Or if you want to check us out, you're going to see that Rebecca and I both have on costumes again. Oh, my God. Sorry about last week. I got sick. Okay, what? You should see Lindsay's costume. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to scream that. I'm a Wendigo, and I made it from scratch. Dude, you guys. They don't sell Wendigo costumes. Mm -mm. Lindsay did this with all of her little bare hands. And all of her sculpting yeah. abilities, and you guys should just check it out. We should probably take a picture and put it on our Instagram and Facebook yeah, page. I also have pictures of um, each stage that I did for it. Oh, cool. So it's like a yeah, little tutorial. Yeah, so I can post those too. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. I've never done it before. For those of you that think that you can't do creative things, I think that you can because I did this. Aww. <laughs> and I don't have an artistic bone in my body. You know what I mean? I mean, you probably do. You just don't know what it is. You'd probably oh, just man, do it so often. It's sculpting, apparently. It's sculpting, uh, making rotten teeth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, so we dressed up one last time. So that means that this episode is also a different episode for Halloween because we were reviewing or talking about scary movies mm-hmm. that have like curses associated with them or maybe the movie is based on a real life like terror or, you know, scary thing. Yes. Um... So we're, this is our last episode to do it. It's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what episode number is this, man? I am so glad that you brought that up. Oh. It's episode 100. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how cool That's so that? perfect. I dressed up as a Wendigo for the 100th episode. I know. Did you even know what a Wendigo was? When we began when we this, yeah. No, I had no idea. Yeah. Two years ago, I had no clue. Yeah. No idea. I don't know if my sound is bad or not. I'm probably going to have to take this off. And you know what? Hold on, everybody. I'm huh? just going to keep on talking while you take it off. Okay, keep talking. But you know what else? This may be like our, <laughs> our anniversary episode, too. Wait a minute. You're kidding me. No, because I think... This is our anniversary? Like, this is the first time we did an episode? Because we... Well, whenever we release it, it will be our anniversary episode. Because we started in November uh, 2018. That is so crazy. Isn't that cool? Yes. Yes. Okay, wait. I have one more thing. Okay. So there was one day Mm -hmm. that I dressed up... uh, Or the last one I dressed up like Nancy, right? Yes. So I was really supposed to be you, but my costume didn't really come together. And Mm -hmm. while I was scrambling to come up with something, this is one of the solutions I came up with. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to glue it to my face. (laughs) 
that's my Instagram picture. <laughs> yeah, I just felt really bad, so I didn't do it. Um, but it's it's still in the apartment, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we keep me and my boyfriend keep finding it in random places, and we'll be like, ah! <laughs> we'll be like Becky. <laughs> I'm with you always. It's really funny. Which, by the way, actually, my boyfriend is owed a lot of credit for creativity with that mask. Actually, the mask wouldn't have happened if it wouldn't have been for him, number one. Because <laughs> he made me work on it, and it would remind me, like, don't you think you should work on it? Um, but he also gave me so much, like, he showed me a lot of things to do with it. So I just wanted to thank him, because he, he added a lot. If he hadn't have been, it never would have happened. Yeah. I probably would have stopped at just the antlers and I'd have been like, this is good enough. And I would have painted my face. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just paint my face like a, like a skull and then everything will be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. And we should note that I went with the, the Western or not even the Westernized, but the pop culture. I don't know what we would call it. Yeah. The whole culture with a deer head or a deer skull. Uh Yeah. Cause it's really a human. I guess I should put that out there. A Wendigo is a human. It's not an animal, but everybody Um, associates it with a deer skull, a deer head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think those look much cooler. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I chose that one. It's my favorite. Anyways, that mask is probably just going to go on my wall after this. I love it. It's so cool. Um, Episode 100, our anniversary episode. Yeah. I didn't even know what a Wendigo was when we first started. Yeah. People can change everybody. Okay, so I have a question for you, too. Oh, I kind of, like, I kind of saved all this information. I wasn't sure if you knew it was episode 100 or not. I kind of wanted it to be a surprise. And then thinking that Uh it was probably our our anniversary as well. Like, Uh okay, so... Do you remember in episode one, you were like, uh-huh. I don't believe any of this stuff? Yeah. Like, okay. And I asked you, maybe by one, or I told you, maybe by 100, I'm going to ask you, <laughs> <laughs> do you believe in this stuff now? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It's everybody's own reality, no matter what. True. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if if somebody thinks it happened to them, like, I believe them. It happened to them. And I haven't seen, I've never seen a Wendigo, like, I, you know, but if people see it, I believe it. Yeah. I believe you. There's, and what you have to share is valuable. Oh, and there's no reason, like, there's no reason to shame anybody over this stuff. No. It's so stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. Don't ask anybody to prove <laughs> oh. it. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. We didn't even talk about how you're Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, it doesn't it doesn't even matter because your costume stole the show. Like I was Step so surprised. Up. It was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I'm Ripley. My hair is so fucking curly, you guys. Uh-huh. It's usually down to the middle of my back and it is shoulder length right now. <laughs> yeah. It's super fucking curly. Yeah, and I'm really And hot. you've got the whole like the whole uh, onesie going on. I don't want to take this off. Like, besides the fact that it's really itchy, it is so comfortable. Really? The first day that I got this, I got it out of the package and I put it on to see if it fit. And it was a little bit large. Um, but, like, I was just like, I kind of want to just hang out in this. And I wore it all day. My husband was out. <laughs> like working or hanging out with his friends or something. And so like I sat down and like I watched TV and I ate my dinner. Like I just hung out in this, in this, it's like a, I think they're called coveralls Uh, and it just zips up. I'm totally going to get those onesie pajamas 
This is basically a onesie uh, pajama, except you can wear it to work. That's such a good idea. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I went for Ripley. I fucking love Ripley, obviously. And that's it. I'm going to do an impression of Ripley. Oh, okay. Okay, ready? No. (gasps) That was so good. That's breaking quarantine. You know the rules. You sounded just like her. <laughs> you did so good. I was so the way you said no, it sounded just fucking wow. like Wow. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm glad. Oh, also, I'm so sorry and thank you, uh, Rebecca, for doing a show last week. I became extremely sick, and all I can tell everybody is you have to advocate for yourself because doctors don't always advocate for what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So advocate for yourself. Oh, my cat is laying in... Okay, never mind. Sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look at describe to the people what my cat is doing. (laughs) They want to know. I'm not even joking. They want to know. She's laying on the bed staring at me, and she's, like, very lovingly. That's That's really cute. Um, That mask is not comfortable. Yeah. Smashes my nose. When I tried it on, my boyfriend was like, did you know that that's not for your nose? And I was like, yes. (laughs) And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing about you and I is we kind of have big noses. Like people are like, no, you don't have a big nose. And we were like, yeah, I can't wear a fucking mask like regular people. Like I have. We had to make a special nose hole for Yeah, (laughs) Like my, I have (laughs) ventilation right in here because it just. I just have a weird one. Oh, I want to also talk about uh, f- fucking, um, what do you call that show? Do you call it Pen15? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm <laughs> glad that we cleared that up. I kept calling. So there's a show on Hulu called Pen15. And like for anybody our age group, um, and actually I think these girls were younger than us. I'm yeah. not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Pen15 is an amazing TV show about teenage girls growing up in like the late nineties, two thousands. Oh my gosh. It's so relatable. And, but the other thing is, is that my doppelganger is in it. True. She looks like me. She even acts like me whenever there is one episode where she takes over backstage. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking me. Mm-hmm. Did you think of me the minute you saw that? I thought of you the minute I saw her. I even sent well, you yeah, a photo I... of her. Yeah. I and s- I was like, is that me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's bizarre. I look like her. I act like her. Like her as a kid, I feel like was me as a teenager. Yes. Like I didn't have any friends though. That was different. <laughs> so we're ten she minutes in one, and we're just bantering. <laughs> but the thing is, you guys, we haven't talked in over a week, and so it's been real yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about. We that. could have taken this time to catch up, but I feel like it's we important did. for people to know uh-huh. how close we are. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, we took 30 minutes to catch up before this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then also, so it's episode 100. It's time to start the show, ladies and gentlemen. Halloween 2020, episode 100. I'm going to be talking today about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And this is the, I watched the original film. Mm-hmm. It's made in 1974. Okay. Um, so at the beginning of the movie, it famously boasts that it's basically based on true life events 
of something that had occurred. And um, this was actually a marketing tactic. It actually, it said one of the most bizarre, that this, the opening scene says that the film is based on one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals. A nails? What? I think it's a nails. Okay. It's a nails of um, American history. So that's what they go into. So a lot of people thought that this was a true story or based on um, true life events. Um, to which an, an extent it is. So this movie actually made for the 70s is terrifying. I was terrified the entire time. Like I was holding on and I was scared. It was gross. I had to turn my head. And it's not even extremely gory. But it's so terrifying. Wow. Like I was really surprised. I, I think that the 1974 version, it holds up until today. Wow. Like for sure. You don't need to see any remakes. Mm -hmm. um, but it's basically about, I think it's five young adults. I couldn't really tell how old they were on a road trip to go visit an old home that this guy's uh, family owned. There was allegedly like a swimming hole out the back and it was just supposed to be this great place to grow up and they wanted to go visit it. Um, I think it's the family may have been wealthy. I'm not quite sure. Um, so on the way there, they pick up a hitchhiker. It's the seventies. That's what happened. Um, and it was a, this guy that was just really bizarre. He had kind of weird behavior. He was fascinated with knives. He cut himself. He cut somebody else in the van whenever they're driving he took a picture of them and then burned it. Like, just real weird behavior. They kicked him out and they kept going. Um, but they, they get to the home that they wanted to visit and then they kind of split off. Some people go to the swimming hole. One person um, uses a wheelchair for mobility and so they can't go anywhere and they have to stay um, kind of in the same area. So they split off and then eventually they all wander to this house. And the house is kind of back behind theirs. Um, but... There's this man there who's called Leatherface, and he he has on the skin of other humans over his face. So that's what they call him, Leatherface. But basically, he kidnaps all these people who eventually make it to his home, and he murders them in really awful ways. Mm. Um, one woman you see is she's grabbed and just hung on a meat hook while she's alive, and then she has to watch her boyfriend get killed with a chainsaw. Um, and then he cuts her in half, you know, there, it's just nuts. Like the stuff it's nuts. It's disgusting. It's scary. You never see the person's face behind, um, the skin, which I think makes it extra creepy. Um, but like I said, all the kids make it over there. They're all murdered in really awful ways. Uh, there's one girl who almost gets away. I don't know how many times, but she doesn't. <laughs> um, and she gets brought back to the house and this scene has always stuck with me and it will never go away. There's a scene where it's a very, very, very old man who lives in that home. Um, and you cannot tell how old he is. He looks like he's dead, but he's alive. Um, and they want to let him have the honor of killing that last woman who almost got away. This guy can't even hold the hammer. He's supposed to smash in the back of her head. And they have her kneeling and they keep giving him the hammer and the hammer just falls out of his hand because he can't hold it, but it'll still land on her head. And the scene, it's torture. It's torture for this girl. She's screaming, trying to get away and he's just dropping it and they're encouraging him. They're all having fun. Um, 
it was, it's terrifying. I don't even know if I'm doing a good job of describing it. Um, I, I highly recommend it, but either way, when this <laughs> film came out, everybody thought that this was a true life event, that these people were really murdered in these homes. Um, they weren't, but it was actually based on a real life, uh, murderer. His name was Ed Gain, 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 or Gain. Um, this is why we don't cover, this is why we don't cover true crime. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, this is like the first one that I really had to look at my notes. Um, he's born in the 1900s. He's from Wisconsin and he was suspected to kill, um, between the years of 1954 and 1957. Um, he grew up with his family on a farm and his mother was very, very religious. She was very, very strict. And she instilled in him and his brother at a very young age that women were, like, fucking evil. And to stay away from them, and especially if they were women who liked to have sex. The article referred to the women who were loose, and I took offense to that and said it's it's women who like... Can you believe that actually goes in articles? Yeah. Like, they still say loose women. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. Like, Jesus Christ. Jeez. <laughs> Okay. So sexy. So I'm, I'm mad. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm trying to decide where to start. I'm sorry. It's okay. This is what happens. Um, anyways, whenever he was found there in his home, the home looked very similar to what's in the movie. Um, they look their The layout was pretty much the same and the outside of the house was the same. Um, he really did wear human skin. So, um, this guy, which they refer to as Leatherface, So he wore female skin, um, allegedly because he wanted to be a woman was one theory. Um, he was very feminine or considered feminine growing up is how he was described. He didn't have a lot of friends. He was very much an introvert. And if he tried to have friends, he actually got in trouble for it. Um, so, but he wanted to be female allegedly. Um, he also, he, he even went to the extent is that he had a vest made of skin that had female breasts and it also had female genitalia that he would cover up his own with. And this probably reminds you of a couple other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannibal is probably one you're thinking of. Silence of the Lamb. And so, Silence of the Lamb, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he also influenced that character. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so fucking weird? Yeah. That these like terrorizing, like scary movies are based on real life. Like nobody else would have gotten that idea maybe. I don't know. Did he use a chainsaw to kill people? Apparently no. A lot of his victims were found to have like um, pistol wounds, like shot in the head. Um, Whenever they went into his home to find him, there was a woman who was found hanging from the rafters upside down in the kitchen and she had been gutted. And there was also a woman who was found outside in his shed who was gutted. Wow. Yeah. Um, I have a little more about his upbringing. His father was also an alcoholic. Um, he was very, very, very defensive as, of his mother. And I believe he would get very angry with his brother because his brother would criticize his mom a lot. And at one point, he and his brother were outside battling a fire that was near their farm. And whenever they were done, 
Ed went back and he, you know, he couldn't find his brother. So he called the police and when the police found him, he was dead. His body wasn't in the fire and he had bruises on his head. And whenever the coroner came back, they said he died of asphyxiation. Wow. And, um, but apparently Ed was ruled out as a, um, alleged perpetrator because he was so shy. Nobody thought he would do something like that. Oh man. I know. So then it was just he and his mom and he lived with his mom until she died. Um, and then once she died is when all of the murders allegedly happened. Um, so he learned about the anatomy. He also loved to study the, um, the awful, um, torture and experiments that were conducted in concentration camps. Mm. Um, and then he started to dig up recently deceased women who are around the age of his mother and he would dig them up so that he could, um, take off their skin and he would usually keep their sexual organs too. Wow. So he got caught because he got connected to a woman who had disappeared in the city and he was the last person that they knew had seen her. Um, I don't know how they knew that, but anyways, um, whenever they went, um, to the house, they knew immediately because there was human skin all over the house. He had lampshades made of human skin. Oh, that's he okay. had upholstery, mm-hmm. mm. upholstery for chairs made for, from human skin. Um, he had skulls, um, that had like jaws ripped from them and like adhered to the other side. He did some weird things with the bones, like made weird sculptures with them. Mm -hmm. Um, what was the other thing that was weird? Oh, he had, um, a belt made of nipples. He had skulls on his bedpost. He had leggings made out of women's skin, a corset made of skin. He had a box full of female private parts. I don't know what that means. Um, cause my whole body's, body is private like i don't know (laughs) i've had it with all these fucking articles man um clear upholstery there was a waste basket um they found nine skinned faces of women in his house and all they decided that there were about 15 bodies that they found in his home at the time um so of course he's arrested. So he spent 10 years in a hospital to help him maybe rehabilitate. Um, they put him in there. It's for mental illness, um, until he was fit for trial, which they decided he was, but he was also found guilty of murder and he was also criminally insane. So he spent the rest of his life in two different hospitals to help, um, support him for his mental illness or whatever it was that he had going on with him. Um, he died at the age of 77 in 1984. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. I know. That, it was real. Yeah. Uh, this So that gives me nightmares more than any like horror story or paranormal thing ever, which is why yeah. personally I can't do true crime. There's two reasons, actually. Two, because yeah. it's real life and people are terrible. And it just makes mm-hmm. me to be afraid to to be on my own in my own house. But two, it also, like, <clears throat> in a way, glorifies the killer. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't know any of these victims' names. But we know who yeah. this guy is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think that just having that kind of, like, romanticizing in a way the serial killer is... a is a shitty thing to do. It just totally dishonors the people that have died. 
in my opinion. And then also, I don't know. I'm just going to stop right there. That's just why my personal thing, why I don't like true crime. Well, and the other thing with it, and I'm kind of glad that I found a lot on his, the history of him. Mm-hmm. Because we also forget that people aren't born serial killers. Like, they're made. Like, yeah. people who d- do awful things, they're not born that way. Yeah. Um. So that's... I like that they at least included some of that in a lot of the research. But, yeah. Man, that's it. Yeah. But a lot of people think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, what we saw in the movie, they think that happened. And they think it was in Texas. I wonder why they thought it was... I wonder why they put Texas in there. That's weird. I didn't find anything in that. Anyways, that's my movie. I mean, that sounds better than Nebraska Chainsaw Massacre... Wisconsin Chainsaw Massacre. California Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. Colorado Chainsaw Massacre. It just doesn't yeah, roll off the tongue like Texas. Texas. Yeah. A bunch of... Ig- Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Almost too far. You put the wrecking yeah. mouth. Okay. I voted. I voted. <laughs> <laughs> she was sick on death's door and voted. The day that I felt better, I said, I'm going to go vote. Yeah. And like I, I took off and it took, it literally took 11 minutes. Wow. That's awesome. To get there, to vote and come home. Gosh. Like it was amazing. In and out, dude. That's, Early voting. It's going to awesome. be over by the time this comes out. Yeah. So hope you, <laughs> hope you guys did that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell me, tell me what you're doing. Okay. So first I'm going to talk to you about... Audible. Okay. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you about Audible. So okay. I am listening to a new book and I'm giving you complete credit for this because what? you sent me that article about Mothman sighting in Chicago. And so yeah. I decided that I wanted to read or listen to the Mothman prophecies Okay. So I did. So um, I I started listening to the book, and in the mean in the interim, I watched the movie. Which just for anybody who hasn't seen it, um, the Mothman Prophecies movie is loosely based off of the book. Like there's a there's very similar things that happened, but there's a lot that gets left out, and I'm finding that out with the Mothman Prophecies. And what's really cool about this book is that it is written by a journalist who did paranormal investigation for, like, this one thing. He doesn't really even do it anymore. And just the the data that he collected, um, talking to experiencers, and then it's just more than the Mothman. It is aliens, it's Bigfoot, it's UFO sighting, it's, it's, it's lights in the sky, it's all this weird shit. And it's written by a journalist, and so it's written really well. I love the book. It's about nine hours long. I did have to use a credit for it, but completely worth it. Um, and then there's still so many other things that I can listen to that are part of your uh, your your membership, I guess, your subscription. Um, so if that's something that sounds like you might get some value out of, if you'd like to listen to the book, um, you can go to audibletrial.com slash strange story and sign up for three, uh, free 30 days. And you can listen to, um, they give you two free credits whenever you sign up for your first month. So you can listen to any premium title, but then, like I've said in the past, they have a lot that's covered in your, uh, subscription that you will never have to pay for. And once you purchase this book, 
this audiobook, you can keep it for life or you can return it if you're not happy. And I've done that a couple of times and it's so easy peasy, no problems at all. And then um, there's other things that you can listen to. So like uh, podcasts and the news and um, wellness services, and that's all included in the price as well. So it's about $15.95 a month. Go to um, audibletrial.com slash strange story and sign up and um, tell me if you like the Mothman Prophecies, I love it so far. Uh-huh. <laughs> there are some things that I don't like about the book, but it's because of the way because of the way it's written. Like, I think this was written in the sixties or something. The guy has to describe every woman. He's like, she was curvy. She had no oh curves. God. Like, that's the thing that I don't really like. And there's some other things, but you have to take it like that was that you're. That's how they did it, and we're not. Um, appropriate I guess it's not appropriate for this day and age but it was back then so anyways but if you can get past past that the the rest of it is really good so thank you for inspiring me to listen to that book and I think everybody else should so yeah yeah I'm gonna talk about my film and this is a film that nobody has seen before because it's never been made Um, and the film is called um, Attic or Atuk, it's A-T-U-K. Um, this is a story about an Inuit poet from Baffin Island that gets sent to Toronto to meet a documentarian. Um, I guess they leave, he stows away in the plane, and then he arrives and saves a man who is the son of a powerful real estate mogul, and hijinks ensue. I don't know what that means. It just... There's nothing else that really goes on in it that, you know, I haven't read what the script is about, but that's just kind of the, a blanket description of it. So um, the film adaptation of this, um, the Inuit flies to Alaska and they go to New York. So the person who picked up the script um, just made it more, I guess, just made it more like a comedy, I think, which maybe it was a comedy, but but you'll see why in a minute. Um, and anyways, so Norman Jusen took this took this film and wanted John Belushi to be the main character. Like he wrote this script with John Belushi in mind, and so he took the took the took the script to John Belushi, and um, and he was like, "Yeah, I totally want to do this. This sounds like something that is up my alley." Um, and then just a few months later, Belushi was found dead in his hotel room. So what happened with this guy, unfortunately, was that, um, he, he was, he died of an overdose of a combination of drugs called, uh, um, <laughs> I was about to say called, like you don't know what drugs are, um, <laughs> with a combination of drugs, um, of heroin and cocaine, which is apparently called a speedball. I had no idea. And it was, um, (laughs) yeah. Did you know that? Uh, no. Yes, you did. (laughs) Shut up. No, I didn't. Uh, I just think it's funny. uh, Some of this shit that we've admitted on here that I was like, they were playing like air ball or whatever, (laughs) you know, the, (laughs) the guns that have like pellets, but they're not like, they won't hurt. Like an air gun. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I talked about it in one episode. I just think of all the things we don't know, and we're like, what's this? Because we're old. <laughs> well, Speedball is older than us. 
<laughs> so. We're nerds. <laughs> we have other things that we know a lot about. We don't have to know about yeah, everything. Guys. So give us That's a break. True. Jeez. So anyways, um, Catherine Evelyn Smith was charged with giving him the fatal dose. I don't think that it was she was trying to kill him. Um, and I think she was charged with first-degree murder. So does that mean that it was an accident murder that you did? I don't know anything about crime. First-degree? No, that would be manslaughter. Manslaughter would mean you killed somebody, but it was an accident. And murder basically means, like, you it was you planned it. Like, you meant to do that. You meant to kill that person. Okay. And then there's, like, premeditated where they would have planned it. Okay. Okay. Um, so, unfortunately, John Belushi could not be in that film. Um so then, a couple years later, 1986, um, Sam Kennison was chosen for the lead, and production began on this film in 1988. Um, so about eight days into the filmmaking, um, Kennison was like, I don't want to do this, I need to rewrite the script. And so they were like, fine. But he became difficult. I don't know if you know who Kennison is as a comedian, um, I, I've heard of him before, but apparently he's the guy that kind of started comedy off as angry comedy. So like he would yell, okay. he complains about shit and like, you know, gets people riled up like that. So you probably can think of some comedians that do that right now, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So you can thank this guy for that. So he became difficult, they say, to, to, to work with. And so a lawsuit began with him and the script and what he had control of and what he didn't have control of. So the movie was put on hold and, um, it wasn't until 1992 when production began, uh, began to set up, but he died during the negotiations of, of this film. His vehicle was struck, um, by a head on, uh, head on by a pickup. Um, his brother was there. This is a really creepy part of, of his death. So, Everybody else involved in the accident sounds like they walked away or they had minor um, injuries. I think that um, I think that his wife was there and she had a concussion and his brother was there and he had like scrapes and he was able to walk away. And I think even the person that was in the truck was fine. So but Kennison was not fine and he was dying of internal bleeding um so he began to talk to himself repeating i don't want to die i don't want to die then it appeared that he was talking to somebody else who wasn't there and he was saying but why and then he would say okay okay and then he lost consciousness and he died he was 38 years old whenever he died um so after that they stopped production and um they never picked up the script again. Just kidding. It goes on. So. <laughs> one script needs to kill more comedians. And this is where it's going to get personal for you and me, okay? In oh. 1994, John Candy was asked to be in this film. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It's just going to get worse. So John Candy was asked to be in this the film, and he was thrilled. And then a few months later, he died. Um, he died at 43 from a heart attack. Um, before he died, he asked his friend, Michael O'Donohue, and I don't know who that is, and I'm very sorry, um, to perhaps join the cast. And guess what happened to that guy? He died. He died. He died the same. He died that same year. Um, he passed away of uh, cerebral hemorrhage. Apparently, he had a lifelong uh, battle with um, headaches. So, 
So he had a headache and this one turned out to be a hemorrhage. Um, the next comedian, this one's going to strike you in the heart, was actor Chris Farley. Oh, the man oh down God. by the river himself. I know. This is not. This is terrible. And so Chris Farley was very excited about this offer. He was a huge Belushi fan. Like, that's why yeah. he went on to SNL. So he was, um, he was ready to do this. He was very excited. But a few months after reading the script, he was found dead in his apartment. This is the weird part. So John Belushi died at 33. Chris Farley also died at 33. And he died from a speedball overdose as well. Oh, man. Those poor guys. I know. All right. And this is, it's not the worst death, but it's a bad one. Farley introduced the film to Phil Hartman. You're fucking kidding me. I fucking knew it. I knew he was going to be involved. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Hartman was involved. He was introduced the script. And five months later, after Farley's death, Hartman's wife murdered him. Um, then she later killed himself, killed herself. Um, so that's oh my god. <laughs> that's the end Becky, of that. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck did they keep giving that? Like, did nobody? Then did nobody tell the comedians that everybody else had died? It I probably wasn't. I don't know if they if they didn't tell them or not, but I don't know if that would stop anybody. Like I feel like it especially would stop me. I think that it should stop probably the person that has the fucking script in their hand, just to oh be like maybe we shouldn't um, whitewash this Inuit, you know, poem, and have a lot of fat comedians try to to join this, and um, maybe we should just leave it alone. So clearly, yeah. like this was a cursed scripts yeah yeah that is so fucking bizarre mm -hmm. it's so oh sad isn't it god it's so fucking weird those are all comedians that we like we loved them growing up we like, did yeah i wasn't oh i i didn't man. really i didn't really know who belushi was or that other comedian i didn't either but I everybody either. But after once that it started with john candy like mm, yeah dang yeah that's a fucking curse if I've ever heard one. Like, that's it. Like, we're going to talk about, like, well, first of all, I want to acknowledge all the weird shit that happened in our other, in our episode. <laughs> I think I talked about it last time for the yeah. Exorcist and, uh, was it Poltergeist that I did? Um, no, I did that last time. What was the first one I did? It was another creepy. It was another, like, you know, of course I did that one. Yeah, it was another, like, I don't remember. religious movie or something. Yeah, it was another cursed-ish one. But on that show, everything kept fucking up. Yeah, it did. The sound fucked up. The video fucked up. Fucking weird, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But out of everything, I think that this this story, this movie, this thing that you told here, this wins. This wins Halloween. You won the Halloween episode for best, like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's awful. I also... Oh, it is. Yeah. I also... Um, how to go to a new book. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to share that. I had to get a new, oh, it's I had to be move on to a new journal. Mm -hmm. I closed one out. First time in my life I've ever really like finished a journal. Dude, like this is the best thing about this show is that I'm going to have like filled journals of writings. With stories. Yeah. 
what if, like when we die people are gonna find these and be like what the fuck no because you're not gonna be able to read our handwriting oh nope you're right <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so bad and your notes Lindsay, i cannot comprehend them you once sent me notes and you were like here and you were like i'm gonna have to explain those to you and i'm like now nah, read them and then i was like i need i need your interpretation of this <laughs> Because it'll say things like must go, not good Mm -hmm. name. (laughs) And people are like, what the fuck? I know. You just have that. I guess you just can associate a word with a thought. I don't know how I do it. But I mean, sometimes I look at my notes. Like if I look back at them years later, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, no clue. But in the moment, I completely understand what it is. Yeah. That's funny. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're right. Everybody also hates my handwriting. I have my friend one friend refuses if he like sees my handwriting he's like i'm not i won't even look at this it's hard yeah (laughs) Yeah. i i I feel like i'm afraid that if somebody interpreted my handwriting they'd be like she was definitely a serial killer because you know how they like they like chop up cursive and then what's what's not cursive block or Plain writing? Just writing. Somebody's out there screaming <laughs> at us. I can I think just of the hear word. it right now. Plain writing. It's, is it plain? Not cursive? Okay. That's what they, yeah, that's what they call it now. Not cursive. And, not cursive. Yeah. Print. And if I, yes. And if yeah, I, I know. if I write on a piece of paper that's not lined, it starts out straight and then it like goes down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I think that's everybody, man. Oh, some people have re- are really good at that. I can't draw a straight line. I can't draw a circle. Um, and I, I can't write unless it has a line on it. So, anywho, yeah. enough about our handwriting. Yeah, guys. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry. We're just <laughs> Anyways, bullshitting again. Yeah. Halloween is over. So, you know, this is your last fun episode. It's all back to serious conversation. <laughs> Anyways, um, wait, I want to say something before you you, before you do the outro. I just want to say, I know Mm -hmm. I totally am ambushing you with all of this, but I just want it to be heartfelt and I want it to be a surprise. Oh, man. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) what? Yeah, we're making a lot of faces right now. If you can't see us. Oh, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I just want to say how happy I am that we've kept this going. For uh-huh. two years, like I feel like 100 is a milestone, and yeah. um, I just I'm so happy. Like I'm so grateful to all of the listeners. I feel like we've made some really cool connections with people, um, and I just want to thank everybody that has sent us a story, that has given us a review, that's given us any type of feedback, that has liked anything that I've that we've posted. Um, I want to thank you so much, Lindsay. Don't. <laughs> Like just stop it right there. I'm gonna just keep. I'm just gonna keep going. Like, whenever we started this, you and I were in, I feel like terrible places. Yeah, yeah, we were in bad places, and it was just yeah. so nice to to work through that together. And oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> and and every week we get to sit down. And we had to talk about spooky shit and we got to learn new things. And I couldn't imagine doing with this with anybody else but you. 
And like, I do some shows by myself and I'm like, God, this fucking sucks. I wish <laughs> Lindsay were here. And I think that our listeners think that too. <laughs> <laughs> So I think about some of the stuff that I say sometimes and I'm crying and thank you. Mm -hmm. I am the coldest person you will ever meet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that. (laughs) Okay. Well, just because I don't think of stuff like that. Um, Oh man. I I was thinking (laughs) I speak from my heart way too much. Like I feel bad for my God. I for my friends sometimes because it's probably a little bit overwhelming. I don't know if I do or do not. I think I think real negatively of myself. But however, I was thinking today <laughs> as I was taking notes because you'll even see like in my notes, I said episode and I couldn't remember what episode it was. And then I got on my phone. I got a new phone. Uh-huh. So I was logged out of anchor. So I couldn't see what episode we were on. So I was like, well, fuck it. And I just didn't write it down. But I was like thinking back. I was like, is a Wendigo a demon or an evil spirit or is it human? And I was like, God, I remember one episode I explained it and I was like, I, I don't know how much bullshit I spew. <laughs> Cause sometimes I think I remember, yeah. but I'm not remembering correctly. Like, I don't know how many times I've like just gotten shit blatantly wrong on the show. And I'm like, mm, and I'm the expert here. <laughs> no. You should always fact check. Us. No, we, we, uh, just a disclaimer. We never, um, we never claim to be professionals yeah. or, um, have abundance of knowledge of these things. It's usually learn yeah. as you go. And yeah. we have Wikipedia to thank for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's helpful. It is helpful. Um, I also want to thank the uh, Paranormality um, uh, podcast yeah. union that we're a part of. It's probably not a called a union, but I'm a little bit drunk right now. Um, and I, because um, I've, I've met some really awesome people. There's so many good podcasts on that um, uh, on that pro- that uh, group. And you guys should all check them out. They're all you know, creepy, um, spooky. There's probably a lot of people that are way more knowledgeable than us. And, um, I, I just want to thank you so much for, um, allowing us to be in your group, giving us so much advice and, uh, just helping us with promoting us and having faith in us. And, um, yeah. And thank you so much to all those people. Oh my God. I'm going to cut all this out. (laughs) No, you're so sweet. All right. Thank you. Well, I have nothing else to, I have nothing else to say. Oh, yes, I do. Actually, I want to thank personally, um, Saul and Greg from Nerds from the Crypt, because I feel like they are our podcast, like, besties. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show so much and letting us come on yours. That's it. I'm done. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) If you have a story... We believe you, and we would love to talk about it. So send it in to us at I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com, and we can share your experience with everybody else. Yeah, and uh, subscribe, rate, and review us. If you do give us a, re- a review, please give us a nice one and uh, take a snapshot of it and send it to our email address with your mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers. We haven't done that in a while, so, so if you want to do that, uh, just let us know. And, uh, do you have anything else you want to say? Wasn't there something you wanted to say? I don't think so. Something you wanted to say? About believing? 
or something. What am I supposed to okay, say? Okay, never mind. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> um, normal is new. No, it's okay. Wait, we, it's all right. No, okay. it's all right. Okay. We'll, we'll figure. Th- okay. We should have talked about this before. Okay. okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>